Hey, Pastors Prime listeners. Support for our podcast is brought to you by our good friend Jasmine Robinson at In Bloom Photo. She's located on Long Island and currently booking graduations and proms. Guys, she's the best in the business. Look for her on Facebook at In Bloom Photo and at InBloomPhotoBlog.com. I'm Jim Dizidor, and welcome to Pass This Prime Podcast, and I'm joined, as always, by... Steve Dizidor. Zach Dizidor. Mike Dizidor. I'm back. <laughs> He's yeah. back and better than ever. Now, we always start our podcast by who or what is Pass This Prime, and Mike, you have this week's choice. I think as uh, a great way to start a podcast, uh, you know, about the NFL Draft Part 47, I would say, Pass Their Prime is the NFL draft, because... Now, Zach, I think you agree with me on this point. I'm into some pretty boring stuff, and for me, this is... Yeah, this, this is, is beyond the pale boring. I love looking at players I've never watched any tape of or anything like that. Go to teams I don't care about and see most of them not make the teams. Hmm. We, we just spent a half an hour waiting for the Giants to announce... Uh, Player that will probably not be on the team next season. He'll be like in the practice squads or something for a position that we didn't even need. I think he was like one hundred and fifty first. I couldn't. I I don't even know one hundred and fifty people, let alone players in this draft. I I struggle to find thirty-two TV shows. There's one hundred (laughs) and fifty-one guys that they can go through for this. And don't like how many people play in it. Football team? 53. 53. 50, 50, okay, wait. There's 53 members of a team? Right. Or is that like the practice squad, the well, reserve there's, there's squad? 53 on an active roster, and then you got a practice squad. Okay, all right, so then. But like three players that people, you know, the quarterback and like the sorry, the running back, wide receiver, three players that everybody actually takes a village, guys. It takes a village to get Yeah, I guess I well. could understand the, the, the interest and the drama of maybe the first round. That's, but yeah. but it, what is today? What's today's round? This is how you build your organization. I think it's just also kind of funny. To, I mean, I will give a lot of credit to the NFL because they did market and make the thing. I just think it's funny because, like, in other drafts, too, like, you know, NBA, NHL, it's like, I, I know the first two picks. Like, that's about it. You kind of know who's going the first. But then the NFL, it's a whole big thing. It's a weekend event. Everybody's there. The person they announce to announce the pick takes longer than anything that I don't understand. They bring out a guy who's like 80 years old. He did this and that and there. Now he's going to tell you this player that we're going to take from this play. It's like, I don't need all the preamble. Just, oh, we take him, we're good. And then it can be done in but five minutes. To the NFL's credit, there is no one who could make the third day of them just reading people's names a like national televised it's called, event. It's called business. It's, it's called big business. business. And oh, it drives crazy. the economy of ESPN. I mean, I would love every day best. they talk about the NFL. 365 days a year. They have NFL Live. They have, they lead most of their shows with the NFL. So with our first topic, Stephen, I think we're going to start with the NFL the Draft. The NFL Draft, yeah. Right. Only, we, only we did. Yeah, I know you guys are. I well, if I can respond, real no, right, quick, no, I think please. We always want feedback here. The, the equal opportunity. The, conversation. the 
the reason why I fans. think as fans of the NFL, why it's so exciting is because of the idea that these players, like you, you always feel, you know, it's like the transaction of it, right? Yep. Like free agency yep. is important to a lot of fans of all sports, whether basketball, hockey, baseball, because these are players that are going to hopefully affect your team. And the excitement of it is maybe they're going to get somebody that can bring a team to a next level, that can improve the team. So it's always exciting because the NFL is known for its parity. And yes. you always feel like maybe you're a player away. And if you can, you know, if you're at the top of the draft, usually it's because you need a quarterback. Maybe this guy's going to turn the franchise around, or maybe this, you know, cornerback is the missing piece. Or I don't know. That's the excitement of it. For, it plus, if me. you also like college football, right, right, then you get to see these guys that you watch for two or three years, right? Where they're going to go, where they're going to go. Now, I can understand if you don't. Some people who don't watch college football, mm-hmm. but get into the draft, which always surprised me. It'd be like if they did a reenactment draft. Well, it's a great reenactment. You know, first now I would be like, I watch it because I know would you're. You really invo- watch? I that? know you're involved because you're involved in it, and I would take an interest in it. But I wouldn't know like the best World War II reenactor for the, you know, Italian just, campaign. I just think it's more. Uh, that's yeah, my no, guys, I don't want to cut mm-hmm. it. I just think it's more too. If you are a football fan, like die hard, this is great for you because you know the season's been over. You know, there's a Super Bowl chance, but, but now you can keep looking forward. It's a reason to look for your team. And well, that's exactly what it is. But, too. but it's also, I feel like that's more of a niche group of people because not only do you have to want to have football for the whole entire year, you need to know who most of these people are, know if they're going to make an impact on your team, and then like you know, be willing to spend your whole weekend watching three days of these kids who may or may not pan out. Like, do I, like, I can understand the first round, but it's like you're watching the third round, all these 150, but is that guy going to really not, make your team better? I see what you're saying. At 150th pick. But I don't watch a lot of college football as much, at least as much as I used to. But I still like it because I like it from the perspective of I know what the Giants need because I watched every Giants game. And but, I, wa- I watch the cliff notes on and see the notes on some of these players. And, hey, maybe this defensive tackle will help out. Maybe this receiver will help out. Maybe X, you know, they need a, you know right. offensive guard, whatever. And maybe this guy is going to help the Giants. I think mainly, Or whoever you happen to be a fan. I just think mainly my point to it, too, is like that's – I was going to say to you, oh, because if you don't watch a lot of college football, how are you going to know, oh, this player, is he going to do this or that? Because like, you don't know. But – my like thing now is if you okay you don't watch a lot of college but not like you in general but as a fan are you going to then do the I know you are because the draft has been everything but as a right. casual football fan who doesn't watch college football just NFL whatever oh, are they going to do the research read the spark notes whatever on the players that or is it just going to be oh that's the position we need whatever I've heard well not for the fifth round pick but, but for the first think, pick it's yeah. always the thing like the first pick like who they're going to get like in New York especially. Since they're so high drafted, both the New York teams, you know, the yeah. Jets and the Giants, the Giants drafted the second, the Jets, the Jets moved up to get the third pick in the draft. So it was more interesting because is it going to be quarterbacks? There was that. There is it going to be the running back Barkley that we talked about. Is it going to be Baker right. Mayfield? That's what made it interesting, especially in New York. If the Giants were drafted thirty first because they'd want you know in the Super Bowl, the Jets were drafted later on. It wouldn't have that interest in New York, I don't think as much. Because they're both good teams just adding to it. But when both teams, the Giants only won three games, the Jets won five, that's what brought the interest in. Oh, my God, we got to get better. And when it's a quarterback-driven league, they thought the Giants might take a quarterback. You know, some some people did. They right. ended up going with the running back. But the Jets was for sure. And then which one was it going to be? 
And that was every day in the paper. And even if they didn't take the quarterback, the Giants, it's the fact that there is a question of do they need one for the first time in a very right. long time. Because Eli is now, whether he's past his prime or not, That's he's getting right. very close to the end of his career. And the Giants need to, even if they're not taking a quarterback to play next season, they need to get ready for the future. And you know what's weird? I don't think, like, Eli's 37, but he doesn't seem like he's 37. No. You know what I mean? It's so weird. Like, they're talking about Brady's 41. He's going to be playing until, you know, he's, he's going to turn 41 in, in August, right? Mm-hmm. But with Eli, he still looks like he's, to me, early 30s. But you're saying, wow, he's 37. They have to make a move. Mm-hmm. And the big thing was, well, is this the year they're going to do it? Because right. hopefully they never draft as high again to get a quarterback. At least not for a while. Right. For this good, depending on how these, these picks pan out. Right. And it, like we said, it's a quarterback-driven league, and look what happened. Mayfield, which was a surprise, goes first. Yeah. Then we have Darnold going third, which we thought might go first. Yeah. Then we have Josh Allen going the third quarterback pick. Yeah. Then they move up to get Josh Rose in the Cardinals. Yeah. And then the the Ravens trade into the set, the first round to get Lamar Jackson. So all five go. Mm-hmm. Jackson lower than I thought. The rest of them all in the top ten. And that's what people understand and know about this league. It's quarterback driven mm-hmm. because they all become the face of that franchise. And if you screw this up, you got 10 years or five years of, oh my God, what did we do here? How did we make this mistake on this guy at this time? That's yeah. what I feel like is intimidating to me almost as like a fan watching it doesn't know that much about the draft, but you know what your team might need. I don't understand the intricacies of the draft because they do like, oh, this is a Thing we need, but usually positionally go in specific rounds, and that to me is like kind of crazy. Like, oh, I wouldn't draft this guy this position this high, even though it's the thing your team might need the most. It's kind of like to me, right. just like, like it's a lot to like process. It's overwhelming. I'm like, I don't know who to take it. I know I need this player. Let's take him. Well, I, you're you're a big hockey fan. Yeah. Let's say the your hierarchy of the positions that are probably most important are probably like your winger, or your your forwards, and your goalie. Those are probably the sexy players, right? Who's going to score and who's going to stop you from scoring? Now, defense is obviously important in hockey, but I feel like there's a premium probably put on a top forward, like somebody like Sidney Crosby, or a top goalie like Henrik Lundqvist. Let's say maybe the best player in the draft might be a defenseman, but maybe, and this is just hypothetical. I don't know the total value of how each team weighs a defender, but I feel like the prime positions are the scorers and the goalies. Right, so maybe let's say a top player in the NHL draft is a defenseman, but maybe a team who's picking number one, we really want to pick a defenseman number one, and that's sort of where that game kind of comes in. At least, right? Can you yeah. with that? Right, that it's always sense? what they'll do after the fir- after your first round, unless this guy, like a defenseman, is the greatest, maybe defenseman, two way defenseman could score and do both. Right, but if I need scoring, yes, but the de- defenseman's a better player, but we are desperate to score. They're going to take that score over the defenseman because we have to improve in that that one right. area. And he now, may not be the best overall right. player in that draft, but he's a pretty good scorer. And he'll fill but if eight. you're drafting lower down in, the, like, you, let's say the, the teams that win the cup are going to draft last, so they're going to look best player available. Hey, look, right. we're good on defense, mm-hmm. but we're going to draft another defenseman anyway because right. he's the best player on the board at this time because they point. all have that's a, good a list of what they want. And that's so when you're that's always the fundamental question of the draft. Exactly. Do we take best player available or do we take a need pick? Right. And that seems to always be like the two philosophies that really challenge and who's going to go to each and position. And that's why with this, this draft with quarterbacks, it was like, well, geez, the Giants do have a quarterback. 
Eli is still there. He's still, you know, good. This team is terrible this year, but mm-hmm. it wasn't all his fault. But since quarterbacks are such a premium, do we take the shot? Right. In case, you know, this is Eli, it gets hurt or whatever, or do we go with the best player on everybody's board, which was Saquon Barkley, and that's who they end up going with. Yeah. Zach, you want to say something? I cut you. Oh, no, I was just more saying, I think the draft, it's a testament to the NFL. The NFL is the only league in America that can do this and make this this interesting. Because I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, like the draft is even casual NFL fans will watch the draft to see what their team's going to do. At least right. the first day. Uh, yeah, like that's an event. Because here's the thing. There's no minor league, right? There's no... Um, Baseball has a minor league. They could take a pitcher number one. There's no A. There's no farm system. Hockey, there's a farm system for some of these players. You could take a player. Maybe he goes to their affiliate for a while. And you don't see. The NFL, these guys will come. And for the NFL, the careers are very short. So some of these guys might come in and play right away. And then a couple years later, you're getting that guy's replacement. Well, look, you're drafted. I mean, no, no. Sorry, but what the NHL does, too, is these guys get drafted. They could go to college. Yeah. They can go yeah. play in the AHL. They can go play in Europe. Yeah, that's why it is true. This last one, like you see a player and you know, okay, this guy could be good in three years. But you see football, he can be plugged in the next year. Yeah, okay, right. that's that's I, something I, I, I want I, to. Yeah, yeah, not to cut you off. I, that's yeah. something I wanted to ask. Is there more instant gratification with the NFL draft? Of course, like then they could be playing next oh, year. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. How deep into it? Like, are you seeing like? All right, I know like first round player. Obviously, they're going to be plugged in. Like, are you saying like? Third, fourth, like, what, like, typically. Are depends those players, on, and it goes back to, depends I, on the position need, right? Let's say a cornerback was taken in the fourth round, but that team's thin on corners. That guy may jump in. And, you know, he might have to play right away. Or, you know, if you pick up an offensive lineman in the sixth round, maybe he's one of the better ones they got. He could jump in and start. You also see undrafted guys come in and start right away, and that's the look at Kurt Warner, undrafted, undrafted. Went to different teams. He went to goes ends up going to the the, the Rams. Their their starting quarterback gets hurt. He comes in. They go to the Super Bowl, and Kurt Warner's legend is is born from it. But but other thing too, there's more there's more drama. Look, you had a couple years ago the Laramie Tunstall. Yeah. That came out, and everybody immediately knew with the guy with the gas gas mask thing. Yeah. What other draft does that happen where people are putting that out there? This guy was supposed to be like a top five, maybe the best, Steven said, maybe the best offensive, play, offensive was, lineman in the draft. If you remember, he was supposed to be the number one pick that year. Yeah, people were and talking about like that. Not long before the draft, the, the best guest mess. Right. He came out the day of the draft. Now, here's the, that. what other like league does this happen? And then just this past draft, Josh Allen tweets when he was 14 years old about, you know, Things that were inappropriately said about racial, racial of race and certain oh, okay. issues that were done, but this comes out the day of the draft. To like, it's like high drama. These guys are looked at for for months. Yeah. But the day of the draft or the night before the draft at four a.m., he had the, his people had to start issuing issuing statements that he was 14, 15 years old. He was quoting lines from rap songs. It's not the way he is. And then, boom, you start to see him drop. Larry Tunstall went from maybe a top five to a top 
He went 13. He, he went 13. 13. And people thought he could have went number one right. overall. So that's money being you're losing. And that's the drama that the draft yeah, has. Yeah, that's what I want to bring up. Because, like, that is a big point to bring. If you go in the top five, you get, like, or, like, even, you know, one, you get guaranteed money. to drop from one to, like, thir- not like you would be one. But, like, from projected one to 13, that's a lot of money you lose. Right, because you're slotted now, yeah. too. First 10 guys are going to make X amount, 11 through whatever are going to make. Where three or four years ago... You were making a ton of money, but the, the players, the, the players who are already in the league said, "Wait a minute, this guy's coming in and making sixty million guaranteed, and I've been playing for ten years or eight years, and I'm not going to get that kind of money." So they they came up with the next uh, agreement that they had, a contract yeah. that first five players or ten players get X amount, eleven through twenty gets this. So you're sliding, but even so, going from one or two to thirteen, you're losing yeah. four or five million dollars, which. Is a lot of money yeah, when you've got an agent and things that are you know that yeah. that go on. So for two guys that didn't really like the draft, you made a pretty compelling you case for Wyatt. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 <laughs> that Laramie Tunsil thing was pretty yeah, like was, I was like, what? I didn't care about the draft. I knew about right. it. Everybody like, knows that. That's the NFL, though. That's what it does. I mean, for me, yeah. it, it's. I know the draft isn't for me, but I know that the draft is important, and I think that that says enough about the draft. That it, it, it matters not all for me. I like to watch the games with you guys. Here's I don't the, like to watch. Here's why, too. I think in a sport like the NBA, the draft is important, but really only those top five picks. Because in the NBA, you see a league where the talent is so top-heavy. Right. You can go into the year knowing really only, no matter what, really only three or four teams have a shot. you got the Cavs. Warriors, and we've talked about this on a past episode, we talk about those teams because of the players that they have. Right. The talent is so, uh, like the NFL is a league where there's parity. You can go from last place to first place, right. make a Super Bowl run. The Eagles were in the playoffs the year before. This year they win the Super Bowl. The NBA, that doesn't happen unless you bring in the top flight talent. So in the NBA draft, Maybe there's one guy or two guys that can change the fortune of a franchise, but that's it. The NFL, maybe a team 14-15, they make some good moves, they bring in a new coach, they bring in, they fix up some positions, boom, they're in the Super Bowl. And And almost every college team, almost every college rather, has a a basketball team. But they only do the first round of the draft because they say second round picks, third round picks, who... You don't even know them. National Football League, Tom Brady was a sixth round draft pick and look at him now. That's the he biggest t- chip on his shoulder, right? Right, mm-hmm. and there's a wig guy, exactly, and we've been hearing about that for the last 20, you know, 17 years that he's been playing in the league or whatever it is. Yep. But that's, and they become, not that NBA players don't become stars, but look at Odell Beckham. Unless you watch SEC football and whatever, you didn't know he played LSU, you didn't know he was a wide receiver, a lot of people, I'm not saying, you know, some people, he makes a one catch, Sunday Night Football, he is now iconic for that catch. Mm-hmm. It was tweeted about LeBron, mm-hmm. unbelievable, mm-hmm. holy ca- He's now, he's... That catch morphed him into the mainstream. And that's now. what the National Football League can do for you. Yeah. The same way it can hurt a player like what happened with Colin Kaepernick, that's with what yeah. went on with him. So it can make you or break you that league, and it can make you a ton of money, like it can in basketball. Or, But you can name more like stars, I think, in the NFL than you can in Major League Baseball. I mean, more people know, let's say, or, or me, even basketball, because that's the power that the National Football League has. Basketball is catching it, though. It is catching it. Close. But in baseball, there's 25 rounds of, of right. people that play, because they get it from all over the world and whatever. You can't watch the baseball. Do you imagine that was televised? It'd be for well, you just can't watch baseball. Three yeah. months. That's I can't the, watch a baseball right. game. I, I mean, people know, like, that. Mike Trout, 
They know um, Bryce Harper, like Bryce that. Harper. They know players like that. But the NFL in that city, everybody knows Aaron Rodgers plays for the Green Bay Packers, with the smallest market team. But he's known all. Well, over it goes the back to the parody of it, right? Like exactly. You, have, you can. The NFL is the easiest sport to compete. I think in the sense that the, the power in the NBA is is in so few hands. The NFL. Because I feel like there are so many players and injuries are so prevalent yep. in sports that football is probably the hardest to predict. But as it relates to this draft, what are your, some of your reactions to it? What are what, well, what's some of the biggest takeaways? What again, are, the know? quarterbacks are always the, the key that everybody talks about, mm-hmm. and that they, how they could make or break. Like with, with the Browns, what is this? Their twentieth quarterback they're trying to get right in in these years. They're one in thirty one in the last two years. The whole city, the whole state wants this team to do well. Mm-hmm. And the surprise was, up until a week or ten days ago, it wasn't Baker Mayfield wasn't even talked about as being no, the number one pick. He kind of snuck in. He snuck know. in. It was like, oh, he's he's immature. He's yeah, he's he's a hothead. Darnold's a safe pick. He's more pro ready. Yeah, he has turnovers, but give him a year. There was a lot of you know the X factors with Mayfield, and then boom, ten days later, he's the number one pick, and he goes to a multimillionaire. And the face of the franchise. Yeah. And how does that happen? How does that that change happen in ten days from a person who it's this far out? You've watched them play for three years. How does it go that now this person he's he's the best? Now. I think it's when they start doing the interviews and they sit down with this guy and go, you know, you know what? He's got that it factor or whatever. Maybe more than Darnold does for us. The city needs a little bit more. Of, of a guy that's got that kind of fiery attitude, he's going to come in and it's going to fit the city where they overlook some of the other stuff and it's he, well, he's 21 years old, who didn't, you know. So he'll sell sneakers and jerseys too. And, of course, and, and well, of course there's that On his pro day, when he went, when they went to Oklahoma, he's wearing a, a like the Karate Kid Nike around his head, well, I mean, like, you know, that, he's got the Nike thing on there. They're already getting their deals being made and the money's going to be made for them. But that's always the biggest thing for the draft. How your team did, and I think the Giants did well because Barkley's a marquee player, but it's always it, you're drafting. The Giants haven't drafted this high in a long time, so they have a chance to get an impact player right away rather than a complementary player to a team that's drafting lower down. So this was more exciting for me and Steven since we're Giants fans. Like, are they going to go with the quarterback? Are they going to take the running back? And that's what you know fuels it for you. If you're the Eagles, they won the Super Bowl. They said... We're going to trade out. We're not even going to worry about the first round. We'll get another pick later on. But the Ravens were like, wow. They moved up to get Lamar Jackson because they thought, well, maybe the Patriots in the second round will get it. That's, But it's always the intrigue where the quarterbacks go. And when you have this many, that decides and really ran the draft. And I think it did. And part of it, too, is maybe the Browns knew that they wanted Mayfield. But maybe if they declared it, maybe... By dangling it, they may take Darnold. Maybe they were thinking, maybe we could trade this pick because we might be able to right. move a couple spots back and still get Mayfield. So maybe they knew months ago they were going to take Mayfield, but there's a bit of chess with it, too. Oh, sure. You put something out. And maybe, like, it comes back to Allen, too, in a sense. Maybe they knew this about him, and maybe somebody who wanted him put this out there so maybe he would drop. Right. You know, don't tell me that people didn't know about those tweets. They, they, they do. They do oppo research on these players like they're a political candidate. Oh, these guys are researched like crazy. So maybe somebody who wanted him, but they were a little bit lower, didn't have assets to move up. Well, you know, put that out there about it. I agree with you 100 percent because they said this could have been a rival agent we didn't sign with. Right. That said, you know what? We have this. 
because you signed with CAA, which is the biggest right. agency yeah, I know, I know CAA. Okay, yeah. right, so you know that. So that's how these guys are making... So they're saying, oh, wait a minute, you signed with CAA? We're going to release that to screw you because you didn't sign with us, yep. and you're going to lose you're going to lose some money on the deal. Yeah, it didn't hurt him because he's still in the top ten, but still, it's he's now got to look at everybody in that locker room that's African American. What it doesn't matter, and say, what kind of guy are you? Yeah, yeah. Well, you want that guy blocking in front of you? Is that the kind of words you use? Yeah, to from the owner to the GM, he had to answer to everybody, and he's still got to answer to the media. Now, Buffalo's media is not as big. Can you imagine, though, if this guy was the number one pick and he was taken by the Giants or the Jets or the Los Angeles you know, Rams yeah. or the L.A. Chargers, if that was Dallas. to a Dallas team, but he's still that good, yeah. would he have to face? I mean, that's the credit. I mean, and he was talked about being number one for a, for there a was, while. It, it came out pretty quick that right before the draft that it, it, a couple days before, it started to look like Darnold, who everyone was saying was going to go number one. All of a right. sudden, he was out, and the two quarterbacks that were in play were Mayfield and Allen. And, and, right, because they liked he's taller, he could throw you know, in, in bad weather, he's going to play in Cleveland, he's he's a good kid and whatever, and then all of a sudden, oh, is he a good kid? And the night before the draft, boom, this hits. But So that's why there's the entry with it. I'm sure the NFL loves it. They don't like probably that the guy was using maybe language that he was using or whatever, but right. they do like people maybe, well, and like I said, with Laramie Tunstall, everybody knew that. That was all over social media. Right. As I mean, that was incredible what happened. Yeah. That doesn't happen in any other sport, I don't think. So then, yeah. other than the Giants, right? You have some right. favorite picks of this draft? Well, I'll tell you, I thought that... Some people you really liked, some teams you thought... You, we'll get into the Giants. We'll get into, we'll the, get into them, but who do you... Uh, I, I like, think I, I love Derwin James... And I right. thought he was going to go in the top five, top six when, I, when I did James the draft. He went to the Chargers at 17 from Florida State. I thought right. that was a great pick for them. I mean, he's a he's safety. He's a hybrid, right? Or does he play both? Or he's a safety, but he's, safety. he's basically a safety. But the guy can, can turn, he's going to help the Chargers. He's not a, a, a sexy pick yeah. because the Chargers, <clears throat> excuse me, are trying to battle the Rams for, yeah. you know, market, and they're going to go into their new stadium. But I think he's a great pick for them. You know, I think it pretty much went. I love the Giants pick. I really do. Right. I even like the Jet. I like Sam Darnold, the Jets pick. I really do. I think he was so ready to to, to play, and I think you give him a year. I mean, if he getting past his interception problems, but I think yeah. he's going to be perfect in New York. I think he would have been perfect in Cleveland. I think he. Every one of these quarterbacks, which is funny, has more, you know, none of them said they're franchise quarterbacks. But yet they all still go this hot. Yeah. They all had their 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 mistakes that they can make or things that they have to correct. But since it's a quarterback driven league, you, you take these guys. And right. that's a that's a big take that I got from it, you know, like I've been saying. But uh, I feel like if we're gonna talk about the first round, obviously you have to discuss Lamar Jackson, how he fell. Why do you think he fell so late to the end of the first round? I think it's just because the quarterback started going early. Yeah. And they're saying, and other teams that were drafting middle of the pack didn't need quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So once he didn't go to like the, the Dolphins, and they passed because they needed defense more. Right. And then other teams were like, "Well, we're set. The Cowboys are set with quarterback. The Redskins are set with quarterback. You know, the Bucks are set with quarterback. Bengals, for some reason, the Bengals never make a big play to get anybody. Right. So they just they just followed followed it along the way. And all the teams that were lower 
we're saying, well, we, we all have our franchise quarterback. Right. So the, the Eagles have two quarterbacks. They right, have, obviously. You know, so the Ravens, again, always seem to make the play to move up. Yep. And they got Jackson. Why he fell surprised me because people were saying he is I think the shots of the night is the Saints coming all the way up. To me, the most surprising move was the Saints coming all the way up 13 picks. Right. And I think... You know, with Drew Brees being 39, I think everyone in the mood from the analysts who were breaking it down. That's man, a good point. You thought they were they, going to get Everyone him. was saying, oh, wow, this is obviously a play to get Jackson. And I think after four quarterbacks went in the top 10, they moved up so aggressively to get him, and they wound up going defensive end. That to me was probably the biggest shot. It was them. a shot. That's a good point. And I think once that plays into what you're saying, once they made that pick, yeah. they were thinking, well, he can fall now. We could take another guy. We don't have to worry about it because he may be there second round unless right. somebody else trades in because the Saints were talked about about taking him. Yeah. And once he went past the Dolphins at 11, then it was just, okay, we don't need a quarterback here. We've got to get better. The Packers weren't going to take a quarterback. Yeah. And, 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 you know, so a lot of these teams were like, well, we're set. We don't need them. You know, the Bengals, the Titans, the Patriots needed a quarterback, but I think they always put that out there yeah. that will they take Jackson? But what the team needs that they had, they couldn't bring in with, and especially with the controversy that you know supposedly with Brady's upset and right. you know Gronkowski may not come back, but he is. They couldn't have taken a quarterback with their first pick, needing so many players that the, the Patriots needed. So, can I ask one question. Sure. Uh, how old is the greatest player in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers, Stephen? Uh, thirty-four. Yeah, thirty-four, or thirty-five. 34 yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so. It's not dating Danica Patrick, whatever that's. Yeah, he um, is dating that's everyone. That's where I just wanted to go back, as you said, Drew Brees is thirty nine. I think it's funny because there's always, like you were saying earlier, there's always the oh, Tom Brady's playing his forties, his forties playing his forties. You know, like you were saying, Eli's thirty seven. What was it? Roethlisberger's like thirty six, thirty seven. Right. Brees is thirty nine. Like there's all this oh, Brady, Brady. I mean, I guess a thing like you don't usually play forty and beyond, but like. Most of the quarterbacks are in the league right now are great, are like 35 and above, which and is wild. Part of that is because the rules are so much different. You can't really hit the quarterback. It's it's very the, – the league protects the quarterbacks because they're the breadwinners, and that's a right. that's a good point. But it's also – I think it's an anomaly, right? Like, well, I think it's funny it wasn't talked about. It's like, oh, it's Tom Brady. He's, he's the GOAT. He's playing over 40, whatever. But it's like you're saying, all these like quarterbacks who have won – you know, championships before that are still top in the league, and they're 35 years or older. It's like it's And weird. I think what that's also going to do is it's going to create a changing of the guard, right? Eventually, like, you know, so many of these yep. teams now feel like, hey, these guys, eventually you get old, and it's like, yeah. Tom Britton, no matter what, there are more, there are more yesterdays than tomorrow for a lot of these quarterbacks. In the and NFL. that's why the league it's is so dependent on quarterback, because it, People know team, may not know the whole team, but they know the quarterback of that team. Oh, yeah. And if you lose, let's say, in another couple of years, Roethlisberger, you lose Tom Brady, you 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 know you lose Eli, yeah. Breeze, then the league has got to scramble because the ratings were down because, you know, when the Packers were on TV a lot, Aaron Rodgers was hurt. Yeah. So that hurts the ratings. Hurts the league they were saying, you know, oh, this is a problem for the league. The, the games are, like, bad or too long. Yeah, because you don't have Aaron Rodgers playing. And the Packers are on TV a lot. Yeah, people aren't going to watch the. You don't Packers. mind watching the game for three hours exactly because he's going to, you know, do something unbelievable. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. When the quarterbacks are not playing well, or they the, the teams don't have good quarterbacks, football suffers. That's why you need that. That's why it's such and an important position. Most important position in sports 
is the quarterback. And and to that point, would you say that we're kind of in a golden age of quarterbacks now, or is this always? Is it just these are the quarterbacks that I know because this is the time that I'm kind of aware, or Maybe is there I'm, really good quarterbacks? Or is it like to add on to like Zach, so is it more of a golden age, or more of a just the rules are allowing them to be better? The rules are definitely allowing. The rules definitely help, help them out. They help the passing game out. Think about if Marino played today. He'd oh my for god, seven thousand yards. Yeah, you look at championships. <laughs> There's always been, though, but the league has always been, you know, there's always been great quarterbacks throughout the league. There's just, but there's not as many, I don't think, now as there were maybe 10 years ago or whatever. There's good, there's so still there, good there quarterbacks. There's more, you're saying. I, I said there was more because you had, but the thing is, the teams that were great, you know, the 49ers had Montana, right? You know, you had John Elway. Those were legendary quarterbacks, too, though, you know. So right. you have your, your group of, of great quarterbacks, but then there's like, a lot of guys that they, they took a flyer on because we need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. We've got to hope this guy turns into being. Like Andrew Luck was supposed to be the next great quarterback. Another guy hasn't played in a year and a half, and he still, they're saying now he's right. only throwing a Nerf ball because he got hurt. And that's the flip side to the, a lot of these quarterbacks now are playing so late. You're also, there's Andrew Luck, who is only in his 20s. So I think eventually it's going to take back to the norm. Like, you know, a quarterback playing well into their 40s, that is a an exception. That's not the rule. And it also right? has to do, too, now with the way these guys take care of their bodies and the right, shape that they stay in and the, and the work that they do. It's a year-round thing. Like, you know, yeah. Tom Brady doesn't, you know, eat anything but avocados. And it, yeah. he's got this whole book about it. Drew Brees, workout warrior, you know. Tom Brady also is that doctor that's not a doctor. Right, right. But Drew Brees Mm -hmm. went to work with uh, Army Rangers over these past, uh, you know, uh, off-seasons to get his body and mind into total shape. I mean, it's totally different now than, you know, 20 years ago as far as that goes. Yeah, well, we've talked about that in the the podcast. Like, everything in sports now has changed to almost be, like, top-of-the-art, like high inclusive, every I don't even have a word for it. It's almost like it's a religion and a sport and a discipline all at the same. Well, time. they know that the money is there. Where are they yeah. going to get this money and fame once they leave? Unless they go into acting or maybe like you know what, like, like Peyton Manning is taking his time right now to pick what he's going to do. But where are you going to get that eighty thousand people every Sunday cheering you on or booing you because your visiting team? Where are you going to get that and make that money? You're going to get $25 million. Drew Brees is going to get, what, 30 or $30 million or something like that. Something the next two years on a contract. Where's he going to get that Oh, and, yeah, and doing yeah. what he loves? It even yeah. speaks to your point earlier about how, like, you don't, like, playing into your fours where it isn't, like, the norm. Like, you know, you don't play, like, especially of all the sports, like football, you don't play it that long. So it's like, it can be a year-long thing for you because you know you're not going to do this even – after your 30s, you know, like you get right, like mid 30s, right. you can retire. So to them, okay, this is a year long thing. I'll train like, you know, Drew Brees with Army Range or whatever, because it's like, I could do this for as long as I could do it, but realistically, as long as I could do it, isn't going to, I'm not going to be that old. When I'm done, I'll still have half of my life left. Yeah. Like, so they're just like, whatever, exactly. they'll right. do this now. Your career is shorter than, yeah, other than if you're doing, yeah, other careers. Now, we'll, we'll ball, put a ball in the draft with this. We'll put a bow on What do you think the. Give us what you think of the Giants' draft. How did they do? Right now, yeah, we're, plus, as we record this, as we're recording this, round. I so, think they they've done a tremendous job. They got on a lot of people's boards the best player in the draft, and Saquon Barkley. Yep, 
they get the the second best guard in the draft and Will Hernandez after Quentin Nelson, who was everybody's number one offensive line. Right. He's unbelievable. This guy is. You he's saw the highlights. He's, he he's massive. Yes, and he'll and I. What he's I call, exactly what the Giants have. What did I call him? A road, road grader. grader. Yeah, and you know what he gives the Giants. That nastiness that they yes. haven't had on that offensive line. He's They've been manhandled. Yes. Last season they were thrown around. Yep. This guy's going to come in and say, if you're going to go after Eli, you're going to get your butt kicked before you get to yeah. him. This is a tremendous pick for them. This guy yep. was a first round grade. He went in the second round. Unbelievable yep. pick. Zach, you had something to say. Do these picks love football? I think so. You know what? It's funny you said that because Dave Gettleman said, not only do I want to love football, I want him to hate losing. Yeah. And this guy, Will Hernandez, his football team last year, his college team, didn't win a football game. Oof. But when they looked at the tape, and you know how they always say he took a yeah. playoff, you know, that the great lines they used. Mm-hmm. This guy played hard, <clears throat> excuse me, every play. Every single damn play, yeah. And when your team is down by 28, 31 points, and these guys were getting slammed. They weren't just losing, you know. Well, he's like a small three. school guy. He went to Utah. This isn't. Right. You know. And they had that still, like. I'm not my guy's not going to beat me. We may be losing, but it's not my fault. And they, every tape they looked at, everything that Gettleman said about this guy, that's the GM of the Giants, he said he had a desire to play, whether it was 0 0 the game first started or they're down by 20 or 20 something points. He just went out and played hard every game. That's my I think that's kind of also player. a good like, thing to have in general, like to be a player like that to come from a team that was winless and to right. go to a team like the Giants who haven't had, like, winning seasons. So right. it's like it's it's got to be different to a player. Like, if you're on Alabama or something like that, you win every game every right, year right. all the time. It's got to be a change of scenery to go to a team that's losing. Well, there's a culture you have to build because the Giants locker room last year, too, let's face it, right. oh, they had a lot of problems going on there. Beckham wasn't playing. You had the defensive backs weren't were I think, Collins I, I think Ben Apple McAdoo would have been brought back if it weren't, like, they could have had a bad season record-wise, but he made the playoffs the year before, so I think he bought himself at least a right. season. I think the reason he was fired, more than anything, was the locker room culture. It was so bad. If you're you saw guys just giving up, and then he obviously took the blame for that. What's the word uh, they love to use? Coach. So, yeah. Toxic. You know, it was a toxic situation. So if you're losing, but you're together, yeah, that's one thing. If you're losing and everybody's like, well, you know what? If th- we were winning, I may come back and play this week because of it, but if we're out of it, why would I risk my body or, or, or play it, you know, come back a week early when there's no need to because we're done. If you have that culture from the top and you get the guys in there, like we said, this guy 0-12, yeah. every game he's playing hard. That's what you want in. The Giants also added Lorenzo Carter uh, from Georgia. Good, like out, a good, good out, they're going to a 3-4. They're switching from a 4-3 to a 3-4. This guy's an outside rusher, but he can cover out of the, yeah. you know, cover people. Uh, a really good pick. One with a defensive tackle out of North Carolina. B.J. Hill, good player, run stopper. Yep. If they, they said if he could improve like his um, pass rushing, yep. he'll be a steal. Now the next pick is the most interesting. This one. is a really interesting, interesting pick because they went quarterback really here. I know everyone's with the Kyle Loletta from Richmond. This guy's six three. He's yep. two twenty two. Mm-hmm. He can play under center. Yep. Shotgun pistol. Mm-hmm. And what he does is he'll keep a play alive. He doesn't quit on a play right away, mm-hmm. which is tough. He's got toughness in the pocket. Yep. You know, when you read the stuff about this guy, you wonder. It's like you're reading about a first-round first round pick. What's, what's interesting but is But he right? went to Richmond, which is a smaller school, so right. people are like, oh, right. can he do that? And what position is he going to play? He's a quarterback. quarterback. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Yeah. So, you know, what's, I, what's I, sometimes I, my quarters sound like corners, so forgive would, me. That's um, my fault. Dad, for you, would you put him over Webb, who they have now? Well, that's backup. 
That's an interesting point, because Stephen uh, will talk about that, because you brought that up. What I think is, and I think that this is a, more of a, no matter what, Eli is, like I've said before, yeah. he has more yesterdays than he does tomorrow's as a, as a quarterback. So he's on his way out. What I think this sends, a, so we knew that going into it, what I think this is a clearer signal to is Davis Webb that, hey, look, you were picked by the old regime. We're a new team in town. We're running a new system. I think the system, I think the signal is that this guy is probably, because, you know, this happens all the time when, when, when coaches change. They bring in their kind of players, and I think this is a real bad sign for Davis Webb. I think if this coaching staff really liked him, they wouldn't have went quarterback in the later rounds. Yeah. I think, Do you think it was a light of fire under him, or was it just no, a I sign think this like, is, I think this is clearly yeah. that this guy is going to be, our guy who we're going to groom, and I think this is a very. And I'm not. I'm. I'm analyzing it obviously from a thousand miles right. away, but I think if you read the tea leaves here, they're, they're saying this is our guy, and I think this is very bad for him. I think Davis Webb can get cut this he offseason. Could get cut, or you yes, know, is he, he tradable? He, I don't think he's tradable. He was a third. Well, round you know pick. what? There's this no also could be is what they love at every position is competition. Yeah, that you're not going to have competition with Eli, obviously. Right, but you're going to see. Did we make a mistake? Let's see how Davis Webb. And the new quarterback we're bringing in yep. work. If Webb outworks this kid, then that's good. We got what right. we wanted out of it. But to Steven's point, I think it's a message. This could, yeah, it's definitely a message because that, hey, if he doesn't. He's saying, hey, you know what? Because everybody's year to year, regardless of what of they course. say in the NFL, unless you're Aaron Rodgers or the greats, whatever. Yeah. But if I'm a guy that was drafted in the third round, I've been waiting around. You know what? I'm thinking, geez, they brought in and a that, backup court. They yeah. brought in a quarterback who's. From everything you read about the kid, he's pretty good. He's similar. He's not as tall as Webb. Webb is like 6'5", I think. Right. But everything else, the kid's 6'3", 222, good footwork. I heard the Patriots really like this guy, too. They did. They so that, him in. That, that kind of maybe echoes that maybe does he have some Garoppolo in him because Garoppolo was a small school quarterback. This right. kid's a small school quarterback. I, you know, just going it, we we we. We know very little about right. the guy who played at Richmond, but the scouting report is very good. And what's the toughest position... And all to, to really see how you're going to do is quarterback. I mean, Tony Romo was undrafted, right? Exactly. You know, Tony Rupp, Tom Warner Brady was a, a sixth round, sixth round pick. pick. We keep going all you know? the saying that, but Achilles Smith was a top pick, right? Ja- Jamarcus Russell was a top pick. Ryan Leaf was a top pick, right? And Johnny Ryan Leaf was a second. Johnny Manziel, was Johnny Manziel. and Johnny, Man- you know, to the point when they, Johnny Manziel said, "Hey, you know, when the, the Browns drafted me, talking about it, like, how important it is." He said on an interview recently, they should have known that I didn't like to watch film. They should have known that I wasn't going to be the Who guy. Said this? Johnny Manziel. Oh, right. On an interview. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not what a team that's drafting you really wants to know about. It, it should have known about Manziel. Mm-hmm. But his interview before was, I'm going to be the first guy in. I'm going to do whatever I've got to do. But then when he, he he's kind of blaming in a way, and this is why it's so tough with quarterbacks when he was drafted in the 20s, saying... Uh, they should have known that I wasn't going to be the first guy in. Right. I never look at film. I didn't look at film at Texas A&M. Well, right. when in your pre-draft interviews you're saying X, Y, and Z, but then when you get drafted, you start blaming the team that drafted you because you basically maybe were not telling the truth that I'll be the first guy in. I'm the face of the franchise. I know what I need. Well, guess what? Well, I can't say. say it. But not do it. You can't blame that team, right. you know. So that's that's you why he was blaming them not doing the research enough on him to ask. And, the and basically, and he was trying to say they should have yeah, known better yeah. in the interview. But but if you're telling me, I'm taking you on face value. Now, a lot of it goes into who you're talking to 
behind the scenes and whatever. Right. But the Browns owner wanted Johnny Manziel. Right. And they went with And him. that's what they went with. But, that's, but I think it's good that the Giants did address the quarterback to me. Absolutely. Because I think even the last administration who picked him, when Eli was it was clear that they were going to at least test what they had, they didn't even give Webb a shot. They gave no. it to Geno Smith. They did. So I think this is look. I think this is a clear signal with uh, Laletta. That's a great point. That 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 yeah, yeah. that that was good. They went, and I thought it was weird too because they went for like a guy who if played. If you're going like, to end Eli's chest. streak, that ended Eli's streak. streak. Yeah, I know. He hasn't missed a start in his career except that right. one, and they wouldn't even give it to Davis Webb because right. he was ready. And this is a new administration coming in. And new coaching staff do this all the time. Because you've got I to think learn Davis the playbook. Webb is unnoticed. Yeah. You've got to learn the playbook all over again. These aren't the same plays you've been dealing with for forever in the last two or three or four years. So yeah, I just I know we don't want to talk especially about the Giants too much, but like quickly for you two, you gave them an A plus, especially that A plus for right. the draft. Right, and we're right incomplete now. right now. Well, well yeah, no, yeah, right, as, right. Of, as of like this recording. But I guess another thing, as of this recording. Odell, you know, whatever, there's all this contracts or whatever. Flowers at the time is still on the team. Eli is coming off. He's not had, I mean, it's not like his fault, but like not great. A-plus draft. Do you think the team, how is it it looking for next? And that's a great question. Well, the good thing about with Odell is Marshall's cut now, so they don't have receivers. They lost JPP. But the thing, what's really going to help the Giants this year is Odell's on a contract year. This is his last year of the contract. He's going to want to play lights out for this reason. Now he's off his rookie deal. He wants to be paid with everybody wants to be, the high-priced wide receivers. you got to prove it, though, because if he plays well or gets hurt again, He's yeah. going to hurt himself, and he's going to hurt the team, obviously. And they're going to say, well, why would we pay you $18, $19 million to be, you know, you're one of the top receivers and you're not producing. And he has his issues with drops every once in a he while, does. too, well done. But he also makes plays only he can make. He and does have drops, he does. He drops money. Yes, but sometimes, and you said this a while ago, he, he tries to make the great play, a spectacular play. He doesn't have to. Just right. catch the ball with yes. two hands sometimes. Yes. Sometimes he's still trying to recreate the... One-handed, because he wants to prove he can. And he's like, "I'm the one. I did." But that. make I no mistake about it. When T.O. was one of the best receivers in the uh, league, he I, dropped a lot I was of balls. Just say, is is he similar to T.O. Where there's like, because I also know there's some drama with Odell, where it's like right. he's doing stuff on the sidelines. Does he create a, Norman? Fights. Does he cr- at all create a toxic well, locker room? I, I think so, and I think that, and I, this goes back to the past administration with the Giants, who with. Uh, Coughlin and McAdoo and Jerry Reese. I think that they were laying the groundwork for maybe we're not going to give Odell a second contract because they picked Ingram, who's a tight end, but he's basically a receiver, and they picked Shepard. Now, look, Odell Beckham is either the best receiver or the second or third. He's there with Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, whoever you want to throw out. So maybe I think there is... There is a contingency within the Giants that say we don't need to give it because don't forget Landon Collins is coming up on a contract too, yep. and may, they may not in be able to play. Years, they, right? Well, no, I think next year he's up too because he's in his fourth year and he was a second round. Oh, pick. right, right. So, so right. he'll be up for a contract this year yes. as well, 
and he's a really good player. Yeah, you're right. And are they going to pay both of them? And that's the problem with the NFL is a lot I of times... I want to take the uh, risk again because they got Marshall and that didn't pan out if they want to go outside or if they just want to keep it in the organization try to give Odell another contract. Cause he well, that's works the thing. Are they going to pay... This always I think it comes down to, are question. they going to pay Landon Collins and Odell Beckham Jr.? Or can they? Can they? They may that's not the even be able too. to. Plus, what happens with Eli and his contract? Because he's still on the books for a lot of money. Yeah. So the Giants are fundamental. They're, they're they're out of an impasse right now. They, they're cap strapped, so that's why they have to, to go to this point where they have to win. In this year's year. huge for them. It is. It because is to get playoffs if, in and whatever. If this year or next year doesn't work out, the Giants are looking for a new coach and and a new quarterback and a new. Or do they have their quarterback, but everybody else is gone? Their offensive line is in place a little bit because we also forgot they added Nate Solder, you know, Correct. from the Patriots. To really solidify that team, that was one of their best. Another good draft pick, even though he's a free agent, that they, they did the Giants. So they're saying, okay, Eli, and you talked about this before. They're saying, to Eli, no more excuses now. Not that you use them. They kind of almost have to win this. Year. But this is it now. We've given you an offensive line help. We're getting Beckham back. You've got Shepard. Yep. You've got Ingram. You've got Saquon Barkley. We've given you Saquon yeah, Barkley. They never ever had a running game, so again, the, the so the second now what the, what they're saying to him is, look. Win now. We win now. We're giving you this year. You have to go out. We and can't do it. have that big turnover in a big spot. Yep. We can't have that anymore. We're, you're, we're going to get protection. Now, last year, some of it was terrible protection. You did get banged around. Maybe we didn't handle your streak ending. But you know what? Yeah. Last year was just a total, you know, mm-hmm. foobar. You know, it, it's <laughs> totally screwed up. So now we're going to give you everything you need. We drafted. You know, we, and we're also improving our defense. So hopefully, we get more turnovers. We shorten the field, right? But we're also giving you the big, the back that you haven't had since maybe Tiki. Yep. And he, this kid is all lights in. out. He's lights top, out. He can do back. everything you want this guy to do. Some of the one knock they said is he won't run. You know, in the tackles, and I'm like, I've seen this guy. Yeah. This guy will run anywhere he has to run. He'll make plays. He'll run over people. He's a great, great back. He's dynamic. So you're covered now. Yeah. So there can be no more excuses unless this guy is a failure on the line. If Solder gets hurt, right. your line play, but he lets he's going to take the blame no matter uh, what. Of course, because they're saying we got the guys right. Real quick. Also, I think it's fair to say while we could say right now the Giants had a really good draft. Yes. I also thought 2015 they had a good draft when they got Flowers. Right. They got Collins. I got Odigazua. Two of those three turned out to be nothing. You're So right. these guys on paper, it may look great. But who the hell knows? But that was a neat pick, the Flowers, too, that they – and, and you, I think you said it. This guy didn't have the footwork. Flowers no. didn't seem to be – as big as this guy was, there, there wasn't that nastiness there with right. this guy. Where this, the new guy that they're bringing in, Hernandez, now has that right. defensive mentality, offensive line. The only point I'm making is sometimes these things but, don't turn out. No, and well, it's not to see how it goes. See the Cleveland Browns. How many exactly. quarterbacks have they drafted? And when you miss – on that quarterback, or you miss on your, like you always say, Mike, the first round. It's true. When you miss on your first round pick, and you give that guy a five-year contract, you're pretty much stuck with that because his bonus is, is a big bonus. So you don't want to, and if you're still there, you don't want to admit you made a mistake. Yeah. And if you miss on a lot of first round picks, you're not going to be there comes, anymore. That comes back Jaylen to you. That could be your and Tarasenko. Oh, yeah. It, oh, for, 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 for the, for the, for the right. Rangers. This player who is not so he's not no team. So then that's a, that's a I good, think, I think we, that's a good transition here. Right. We want to Mike, catch us up on the NHL playoffs. Catch me up on the NHL. And, and Zach, have you been watching at all? Because the Rangers Well, are what I want is both your opinions on what the Golden Knights have done 
in this respect. If this was football, baseball, basketball, and a team was doing what the Golden Knights did in hockey, they'd be leading the news pretty much every night. Don't you, do you guys agree on that, that hockey's not, this team's not getting the respect, and that's why the NHL doesn't get the respect from what this team has done? I I personally agree, just because it's, you know, the market, they, you know, and it, they say now it's not even like the hockey is like the fifth most popular sport, no, right. I mean, like soccer, soccer people say it's kind of over. Game. I mean, I would say I'm personally... I think that it was kind of crazy how much they are kind of getting recognition, I guess. But like, it's only because they are the best team right now. They right. came, they set all these franchise uh, records for, I mean, not franchise, for, uh, you know, for coming into the league, like, first-year expansion it's team records. they are setting franchise No, that's true. Year. Everything they're doing right. is a record. So, but everything, uh, they've broken a bunch of expansion team records. They're... Went uh, lossless in the playoffs, and not like these aren't like you know two one wins. They blew out the Sharks seven nothing to open out the second round, and right. just like and seven different goal scores. I, but I mean, just at that point, I they're getting more than I thought they would. But it's still hockey. They're not you know people aren't leading off the night with oh it's the Knights. They're not getting anywhere near what they deserve. They have a professional sports team in Las Vegas, and it's working. It's That's working. It's too. working in every single respect, and they're they're dominating in the West, which is the better oh, conference. The better conference. They won their division. Not good for hockey. Well, maybe not the better conference because the Penguins, the two-time champions, right? Are still in the East no, that's part. true. That's true. But it's a yeah. harder one to grind. I think overall, you're right. Yes, it's right. the hardest to grind. They won their division. They were they uh, broke like over a hundred points this season. They mm-hmm. are go like. They're again w- uh, lossless in the playoffs. Like they're doing, and like Zach is saying, they're. It's not only okay on paper they're doing these good things or winning. They're getting like attendance, fan attendance. Like people yeah. are like going there. People are talking that's, about their their social media presence. I will say too because it's not like it really matters, but their social media presence, their Twitter handle, I everybody think, loves them. So the nights are funny now. I know? don't mean so they, they are. Up, they do, no, but, yeah. but I think this is. You guys are making a good point because this is huge for the sports they're industry. Fan attendance in what, Las the, Vegas. What, I think for so many years people were afraid that we can't put a team in Vegas. It's a big city, but it's you know it's a great. But people feel like it's such it's a tourism driven. It's, it's so transient. A lot of their economy is service, right? You, yeah. you live in, in Las Vegas for the most part. You work in hotels, so you work nights, weekends. Right. A lot of the fears for years were we're not going to get people coming in, but now you have people coming to Vegas games all the time. You got the Raiders coming. You don't think the you don't think basketball who's gonna who's big who the the commissioner who's big into pushing gambling isn't gonna look and say hey maybe we can expand there baseball you don't think is gonna do this well they have a soccer team in Vegas that does very well believe it or I not I think this but, is a, but, a, a but huge shift for the industry I think this is unfortunate for the NHL because I feel like this always will happen that they're overlooked because you know they're not that bad. but this for other sports is the best case scenario. I know it's like, oh, hockey, they're coming in, they're doing the great. But let's be honest, the reason that they're all talked about great is because they were the best team in the in the like West. Like not like the best like maybe points wise. They won their division. They're like the best like to watch their fight. But it's more so that like other teams now they're bringing the Raiders, you know, like the NFL. Now you were saying you bring this up earlier when we were talking about now watch basketballs and want to put a team there. Of like, course, look, yeah. It's, well, I, I think it's, it's good it's, that no. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I just think it's 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 kind of sad in a way because they have succeeded by every single metric and standard. Like we were talking about their social media presence yeah. alone, mm-hmm. it, it's funny, it's right. smart. 
if anything, they're the acetone test for it. Vegas can be a major that's sports what city. Yes. The, that's, that's what I'm saying yeah. too. Like they I, are. It's unfortunate because it's the only reason they're getting the recognition shown is because they are literally like the best team right now. Everybody's watching them. But, but like for other teams, like you are making it known to the NFL, to the NBA, to other bigger like uh, leagues, a team can exist here. It. I don't think it is like it's great for the NHL, but it's more so great like the. The NFL right now should be thanking like the NHL profusely because they had a team go in there and did it first. Imagine if this season was totally not even saying the Knights like don't make the playoffs or whatever, but like imagine they were still doing like ten games, but not even saying like imagine they still did what they're doing, but the fan attendance wasn't there. Well, it's like that. Like people, then the NFL would be looking like, oh, you know, maybe the Raiders were happy we didn't do it first, or happy the NBA wasn't the first team to bring it there. That's why why I feel bad for the NHL is that they created the perfect situation with their expect. Not, I think this is a net great thing for the NHL. But I think it's also better for the NFL. I think it's going to be overshadowed. Yeah, it's going to be overshadowed. Once an NBA team is there, or or a, uh, a baseball team, or any other major sports market gets there, it's going to be the Golden Knights weren't going to be the, the first ones who Make did no it. Make no mistake about this, but the big winner is Vegas. Because <laughs> yeah, Vegas now yes. is... Because yeah. think about this now. Things don't happen in a vacuum, right? You look at what's happening in Philly. Yeah. Right now, things, you know, it's largely coincidence the Eagles won the Super Bowl and now the Sixers are really good. Right. But that's great for Philly because you'll get more people coming into their games. It's yeah. great for the economy, all this stuff. And no the matter what the Flyers the Now look at Vegas where you have a, a hockey team that's exciting. you got NFL coming in. And I think, no doubt, NBA and, and MLB and MLS are looking and they're oh, saying... Yeah. We're joining the party now too because this is we got to get it in. in I'm on the curious action. to see too what the sales of their merchandise is, like jerseys, hats, things the, like that. Has it gone more national or is it still a regional thing? Because no, I can. We talked about it even on the Dan Lebertard show, right? That that they adopted the the Knights as their hockey team. Yes, they did. You know, so that's in Florida, and they've mm-hmm. got a couple of hockey. Teams. It's just right. funny. Yeah, that, I got way more hockey teams than you. Right, Florida. exactly. But you were you you're, you know that no, just they're the um the, the most Lightning. like oh right Tampa Bay Lightning and the Panthers no, yeah, too yeah. but the most uh, like sold like not like per player for jersey or whatever but like for team like apparel the Knights like were the number ones like sellers for the whole like league for the year the um like I see it online all the time like Bryce Har- Harper is a huge Vegas fan now he's doing all this stuff really? yeah he's got like the so they they sell shirts Vegas where it says. Uh, Vegas, it's like I'm from wherever and you write your hometown but it's like but I support Vegas they sell really? these shirts all over the, all the players are wearing them where they wrote their hometown like one so I'm from Canada but like you know like Saskatchewan like here like whatever but they're like but I support Vegas they're making it known like you don't so, have to live in Vegas but you can support Vegas the whenever you want are a favorite to come out of the West I mean would you say at this point at, at this point I would say it's more hype than like Anything, but yes, people are talking about them to come out of the West. But and I feel it, like it's because they're undefeated, they're blowing teams out, this hype. I wouldn't say, like, top-to-bottom best team, but because of the hype, people are like, they're coming out of the West. It's exactly, you'd agree. I think that that's the toughest trophy to win. I mean, the, the it's, it's, to win in any sport. Easily. You know what I mean? I think it's so difficult. Yeah. Because you're playing four out of seven every round. You could end up playing, you know, uh, it, 16... It, 18 games, you know, I mean, it's incredible oh, yeah. how many games you've got to play. You don't get a break like two out of three or three out of five. That's a physical sport. And it's, yes. a physical and sport. it's the intensity of football. They hit 
and and the physicality of football with the schedule of basketball. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it, it's to, to win that trophy is amazing. And uh, as a diehard Rangers fan, and and the only team I support is Rangers. The Golden Knights are who I want to win. I think they're everything I think about that's them. everybody who's playing really, out. I think that's the team. Yeah, I want the Golden too, Knights um, all the way. It was also too, uh, Dad. Me and you were talking about this earlier, but it's like you watch because yeah, it is an extension team, but it's like these players. You're almost rooting for them because it's like. I feel like what works for Vegas being this expansion team is like, okay, we can have fans all around the country. Just like the players, they are the basic, like, on a like basic form. They were the rejects from other teams. They're the ones that right. teams didn't want to right. protect because they came protect them. These are all these people, they have a chip on their shoulders, like the Tom Brady thing. Absolutely. They had something to prove, and now they're coming out here being the favorites. It's I, like they're like, we, everybody should doubt us, and now we're going to win. I think you know? best case scenario for hockey is, in, is Golden Knights. Pittsburgh Penguins finals because then you got the new team brand new team against the two times and I think it's I think either way whoever wins it yeah. You hope it goes six, seven games. Yeah. That's the best possible scenario oh, for the, the NHL. The only time I'd be Perfect. happy seeing Mark Andre Fleury lift the Stanley Cup. Right, right. Well, well I know how you love Sidney Crosby. Oh, yeah, so that's I it. love him. But just we'll put a bow on this in just a sec. But I also think though too what what the Pittsburgh Penguins do though they play you got to think how many more games they play right than everybody else and you know they sometimes you just wind up losing I think and this is a, maybe a good transition we'll go right into basketball the exactly I think partially what maybe we're seeing with the Cavaliers and to your point about the Penguins is they've just played so much damn basketball over right. the last three well four not years. even the Cavs. The LeBron has been to the finals for 10 years in a row. Yeah, he's never missed a playoff. He started 222nd consecutive playoff games to, like, break the record. He beat Tony Parker. He has nonstop played for the most amount of basketball you play for the past 10 years. Think about this. He's been in the finals every damn year since the decision. Right. Yeah. Since the decision. He's been in the finals every damn year. That's nuts. And everybody knows LeBron's name. I mean, you know, here's a, this guy's a superstar. But still gets talked about at times. He'll never be Michael Jordan. Though. You know what I mean? Like no matter what this guy does, because Jordan, you know, won the six. Mm-hmm. But you think about, like you said ten years in a row, the guy's in the finals, mm-hmm. and he never look. Some of it's self inflicted because he wanted certain guys on his team. Right. When Jordan was with the Bulls, it was like you're the player, you're mm-hmm. a great player. We're going to compensate you, and you can't move like they did in free agency. Now we'll get you guys. But I'm a GM. Yeah, Jordan might have suggested, but Jerry Krause was like, "It's a different power structure." I'll get it's, 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 This is a player league, oh. more so than any other league. But you Zach, know you know LeBron. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. But you know LeBron. Like, even though you don't watch, I'm sure, like many NBA games, but LeBron transcends it. And here's a guy that gets hammered. LeBron is a brand. LeBron is. Right. <laughs> Le- he's like a. He's LeBron is a sport. He is the like the the size and influence he has. He is right. You know. And the thing about him too is he can where where Jordan is like an owner of a team and all this. LeBron can do so many more things. Also, he's going to be in movies. And oh. He's been in some, but he's going to act. Jordan couldn't. <laughs> There's no way Jordan, like, except for Space Jam. I was going to say, I'm not going to hear a bad word about Space Jam. No, I'm not saying that. But, you know, he, LeBron is, can do in front of the camera, behind the camera. He's like, to me, the, the Peyton Manning. He's a natural when you see this guy. Like, LeBron you know, could run for office. LeBron right. has Here's got the thing. Buffett, he knows a thing or two about yeah. finances. He said LeBron James is one of the best business minds. Right. People, 
period that he knows. He says that LeBron James and uh, some of the deals he's done, they use his case studies in Harvard Business. Right. That's a pretty good business well, school in case, you know. Not that he know. was going to really. They use some of the deals he's done as case studies and deals he's made, not right. just like the agent set up for him, some of the investments he's made. Well, remember when Phil Jackson was with the Knicks? Yep. And he said, like he called, I think LeBron's, like, he used a, like a term like posse yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. rather than saying businessman or whatever. Now, I'm not saying LeBron was going to come to the Knicks. Right. But after he said that, LeBron was like, F you. That's out. New York is out of my. Uh-huh. And I'm sure he may have even influenced other players not even to think about going to New York. You're bad enough, but it didn't mm-hmm. help. But the guy is a brilliant businessman, like you said, mm-hmm. and he's brilliant on the court. And, Mikey, you brought up a great point. The guy's played how many games more than the rest of these players that are out there, and he's basically the best player on his team, too. That's another thing. And like Jordan was always the best player on his I, Don't right, get me wrong. Right. But LeBron, by, by far, is the better player on his team. Oh, and then well, when you think it, well, and that's I, um, why. Oh no, sorry. No, I just wanted to like to. But you were saying that to me earlier, which I totally agree with your point. He does like rule it more than Jordan in right. the sense that he is responsible for bringing some players. You want to get Jared Smith paid. You want Kyle Korver. You want Kevin Love. So right. the team he has now is more on his shoulders. But what I hate is like what um, we were talking about. Oh, people are like. If he doesn't make the finals, it's like he's a—he's uh, not as good as Jordan. It's a losing oh, no, season, whatever. But it's, I'm not saying I agree. But that's what people say. Oh, if he doesn't make the finals, he's not as good as Jordan. It's well, a losing season. But well, I will concede it was his fault for the team he has. But this team is like the '06 Cavs he had. There is nobody on this team. Kevin Love isn't who he was when he was on the Timberwolves. Nobody on this team is like good. If he brings this like team. To the finals, that is one of the like shittiest like rosters of, to get there, and they still look we'll at him as if he can't do that. He's they still look at him as he can't do it. That he's like a loser. How is he the best player, but still the worst player in people's eyes? Well, you like, can make a point for every year for the last ten years that LeBron James could be MVP of the week. Oh, oh, easily bringing up your easily. point of a player that it's not even close is he is the MVP. He makes the Cleveland Cavaliers the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's a game LeBron when he yeah. left. For the decision that you talked about, the franchise, the amount that the franchise was worth dropped about like two hundred million dollars. Too. Oh, absolutely. And to, to your question, the LeBron, that LeBron Jordan question will always be. Here's here's a case study a why I, I I think LeBron is better than Jordan. His value to a team is always so much higher. When LeBron left the Cavaliers, that team became the worst team in the league right. when he went to Miami. Right. So when but when LeBron left the Bulls, that was still a playoff team. So what does that tell you about the support? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That team was still a playoff team. Yeah. LeBron leaves. So think about that. LeBron leaves the Cavs. And that was right. a playoff team. That was a team yep. that he had taken to the finals, conference finals, all that stuff. He leaves the Cavs in, in 2010 for the decision. The Cavs become the worst team in the exactly. league. And I don't, I don't want to like ever say something like, oh, LeBron doesn't get calls. Because you're a superstar. Like, you will get the... But... It is more so a shooter's league. It is catered to the threes. Like, everybody loves the long ball. It is, like, more for that. So you could Chicks still be... Chicks the long ball. Right? Yeah, it is. That is what LeBron the long ball. Right. But it is, it is true. Like, it is catered more to the Curry's league. You know, you want to see the threes. You want to see that. So it's like LeBron isn't, like... A, a, not like he's not going to get the three. testament to his brilliance that he could still compete in a league that's now so built right. That's free. what I'm saying. It's like, I'm, I don't want to ever say it's built against him. because But it is no. kind of like the league is going in a way that he doesn't play. But he's still the best player and still like racking up the most points and breaking records do whatever and it's not even his play style he's not hitting 83s a game and doing whatever he's just still playing in the paint and 
being the best at it. Yeah. In a league where it's not friendly to players who play no, in the paint. It's, it's such a good point because the NBA and the NBA has changed so from when you grew up watching the NBA. Yeah. It's fundamentally changed so much. Well, players didn't leave. Right. You of didn't course. have super teams like you have now. You and didn't have everybody wanting to be on, on one team. And you talked about that with Durant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, do I need to go under? Oh, no, 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 Flag for leaving for the super right. team, but right. don't forget what he was leaving to compete against was a super team that the Celtics really created. Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. created a culture where you needed it wasn't just you needed one or two stars. When they brought in Pierce, Garnett, Allen at the peak of their careers or at the t- towards the tail just end of their the peaks, end, right? You needed three stars, and then that said, I don't have any trouble with LeBron leaving. It's like I, I think if he had anything to do over, it wouldn't be I'm taking my talents right. to South Beach. That's yeah, the hour ESPN is He will never live that down. That, right? Yeah. Did you, I mean, you even knew about that, and you didn't really, like... I, that I was had like, no opinion about basketball, and that pissed me off just because I thought it was, like, right. showy. And and I've, I've evolved on that, no, too. A lot of people thought that yeah, way. He went from hero to villain, though, like right that. away. Yeah. But when he went back to Cleveland, hero yeah. again. Hero and, again. Look, and who could change the dynamic like that and then win a championship down... And, t- and single-handedly won that championship. He willed that team to win against Golden State. I don't want to hear that, you know, uh, Draymond Green was suspended to get whatever. It still didn't matter. They had enough talent, Golden State, before they added Mike's favorite player, Durant, yeah. to win. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't, and he but willed that. I that team was a 73-9 and team that beat the Bulls' record. They got up on the Cavs 3-1, the- LeBron brought him back. And to me, his legacy, no matter what happens in this playoffs, is sealed. Is this sealed. sealed? This is like what I wanted to say too. Is a point to like why people will be like, oh, he, you know, is he going to be better than Jordan? It always comes down to numbers. People always say he has rings. as of right now, rings. He has six rings in his three. But what you, uh, what we were talking about earlier, the players stay on the other teams. Like I'm not trying to say like, oh, Jordan, you know, and Pippen were like those are the only two great players on the same team. The Bulls, obviously, the Bulls have to play good, great teams, but right. they didn't have. A, a superpower four team, you know, four superstars on the Warriors at the time in the league when like the Bulls are doing. Jordan didn't have a four man giant to take down mm-hmm. by himself. Imagine the Bulls had to go up against, let's say, the Sonics had Charles Barkley. Barkley. Uh, who were some of the other bigs? Elijah on Elijah one, or you know, you put um, you know Daryl Dawkins got to present. But I'm just saying, exactly. Imagine right. they had to go against but, a team like that that had everybody. No, yeah, but right. look, they well, had put, like, let's put let's put uh, let's say Charles Barkley on the Celtics and add sure. another player with Bird and Magic and yeah. all the uh, and all the great players. Uh, not Magic. Let's play. Let's say, let's say Bird, Magic, Barkley. Whatever Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah on Thomas team. on one team against George. Saying Bulls. like what, like LeBron is the super team destroyer. He destroyed, you know, this I'm not like destroyer, but he took the Celtics who were the super team, yep. and then he had to play the Warriors, the super team. But you can even go back a few years when not even the Spurs are bad now, but when the Spurs were at their peak. He's had to play against super teams his whole career. We're not saying Jordan didn't have to play against good team. He had to play against so many players Great at point. once. 
And so it's like he's not going to get the amount of championship six that, like, he get. I mean, his career is still far from done. He could get them. But, like, it's not going to be as easy. But that shouldn't be the defining thing. And here's the thing, too. And it's a great point. It's not his fault. Like, he left, right? But think about what he had to go up against. When he went to the finals in 07, he had to play up against the Spurs, which were in themselves a super team. And it's not his... Because management got the Spurs, Duncan... Parker, Ginobili. Yeah. He didn't. He had to go out and get those guys to compete. And they had so, David Robinson in the beginning too. When you're right about guy, that. You know what I mean? yeah. So well, the Admiral. Well, yeah, but Le- Le- LeBron also has lived like the arc of a like a WWE performer, where he's going like right. Very. That's hero, great. That's a good point. Heel hero again. Where I think. Michael Jordan was always like just universally beloved. I, well, so I this guy, be like Mike, everybody right. wanted to be yeah, Michael so Jordan. This this guy guy he stayed in Chicago. Okay, Chicago got him. Rodman, Ku Coach, Kerr, BJ Anderson. He stayed in Chicago, but then he just retired to go to baseball when he wanted, and then he came back to them. But whatever. nobody, but but then like nobody, the way it was with free agency, you no, had yeah, to pay so much. You yeah. had to do, and you had to give up so much time. We're going to wrap it up in a few minutes, but. At the end of the season, if Cleveland wins, doesn't win the championship, if it's whatever, just going around the table. You think that LeBron, this is it in Cleveland, or he's going to come back and, and try to get redo the team, or will he go to another team? You think this is his last year in Cleveland? And if it is, would you be upset for him leaving? Right. Yes or no? Do you think this is his last year, and would you be I, upset if he leaves? Man? I think regardless if he wins or loses his last year, I don't blame him for wanting to right, leave. Right. I do, like, you can say there is blame for the Ross they have now on LeBron, but it's not like necessarily he is the reason these players fell off, like Kevin Love, J.R. Smith, right. but the roster they have now is because of LeBron, but I don't blame him for wanting to leave, too, because, I mean, he's he did what he wanted to do. He won them a championship. He did everything. He's even finishing out his, like, the contract there. So if he wants to go, and the he other, can. other thing is before, before I get to you, Kyrie leaving. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie is did Kyrie leave because he wanted to be his own super team and yeah. see what he could do. Mm-hmm. And how did that turn out for the poor guy? Right, he's hurt. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's terrible. But that would have worked with what made the Cavs a lot better than without Kyrie too. Zach, what do you think? You think this is last year? He's leaving, staying. Or is this his last year in Cleveland? Um, Zag is not ready for this take. Uh, well, I don't mean to put the pressure on you. No, I, I, you got your finger on the pulse of the Cleveland yeah, area, Mr. 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 Basketball. But well, I, he may one of the places he may go to is Houston to play with your boy because you know that's see, the team that. Now, if if he went to Houston, I'd be all for that. There you go. I really want Chris Paul, but you know, to get a, to get a ring. I'm, but, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you know that that would never stop. The LeBron isn't better than Jordan because yeah. Oh, I don't Harden and see. I don't care. Yeah, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. You know that he will never. He will never, ever live that down yeah, he had but, to go to see But that him. aside, I, I think that if LeBron chooses to stay, you, 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 can't, you can't fault him for leaving right. at all. I, I think that he probably will leave, but I think he'll probably do it with a little bit more tact. So your, your opinion would change from the, the first time he left to, to Miami. He wouldn't see him as a villain and the WWE thing. You, you'd, see, you'd understand it more now because... He did win a championship in Cleveland. So yeah, he won okay a championship. He, he, he's done his work there, and I think that if he left without an hour-long special and uh, we're going to win one ring, two ring, five right. rings, and everyone you know dancing for the season ticket holders, I think if he goes now, I don't think anyone can fault him. What that. do you think? I think he's gone. I think there's no doubt. I think, I think like I've said about you know, some of the quarterbacks, there's more yesterdays than that tomorrow. Right. LeBron is also very aware that he only has a couple more years. 
I mean, look, he's still great. He's still I think the he's best. Got four, I think he's got four or five. Good wow, I okay. do. No, I hope he does because of the shape that that such guy a big is. Fan of, yeah, no, you're right about that. I think personally, there's a couple spots. It's either Miami, where you can team up with Wade. Maybe he can recruit uh, Kawhi, to, to, who's disaffected from San Antonio. Right. Maybe he can bring him. Right. Possibly L.A. He could team up. With, he can bring Paul George out there. Mm. Possibly Houston to team up with his buddy Chris Paul, or uh, possibly Philly to team up to get those guys over there. I, I think those last two for me would be the, the cities Houston to go. Or Philly. Think, Houston. Or how Philly. do you think that he would do? Maybe this is just me because of the Kyrie complex, but he was like, I wanted to go to my other team. Do you think a team right now where Embiid and Simmons, Simmons especially being like the rookie, Embiid being like this is technically, not like his rookie year, but he's been hurt for so many years, so this is like one of his first like full years playing. Like Them being the would they want, not like you wouldn't want LeBron, but would they want to be the guys and then have LeBron come in and clearly not be the guys anymore? I would they be point. okay? That's, ego, a, that's like, a great question. Though. I think it will depend. Can the, if the Sixers can get by... If the Sixers can win the Eastern Conference right. and possibly win the title this year, right. then they'll say that. Yeah. They'll say, we don't need you. Right. But if they, let's say they can't get past the Cavs, or let's say they get past the Cavs but just can't quite beat the Warriors or the, the Rockets, they'll say, we need you. Yeah. That's my belief. I think the, I think That's a good question. I think he'd be accepted more on the Rockets if they yes. don't win this time. Yes. Because he would get, he. I think if you added him with, with Paul and Harden and put him on there, I can see what you're saying. We're younger on, fi- on the on the 76ers. Yeah, like- Do we really want to mess up the chemistry? As great as he is, I would be. I welcome him on the 76ers, but I think Houston might be the spot he'd go because Harden would say, "Okay, we tried it. We yeah. didn't get it. We add LeBron." Even- I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Could they even afford him on the road with the I'm Harden sure if they want to, they could. I'm sure out. something could be worth. I mean, yeah. I don't know that's that. That's the thing. Pat Riley got Wade James. Yeah, Bosh, you know, the Warriors can do it with Green, the next Thompson, uh, Curry, Durant. Right. You can figure it out. You, you, know? can, you it, can find, because you can take less for maybe one year LeBron to, to go play. Or, or they all take else, or a they little take bit less. So let's say, uh, this is like, that's maybe like a question, uh, I guess like a fun like scenario. If LeBron, let's say he does go to Houston or whatever, uh, do you think either... George, Mello, or Kawhi, one of those three would then join him to that. Like, do you think if he went well, there, Kawhi would have to, to be traded? No, you're saying, isn't that you're saying? LA, the Lakers? Uh, I was saying possibly Miami, because I think, I think he uh, loved Miami and Wade's back who there. Who do you think he would, if he goes to any team, if he goes, to, who do you think he would take with him? Right. Like, so if you think he would I'll, 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 Piece by piece. If he goes to Miami, I think he'd try and pluck Kawhi, maybe Mello, because Mello's going to break off of the, 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 uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. I don't think there's any doubt that that team is splitting. I up. thought he picked up the option, Mellow. I think he, he might have. Okay, so I think I, George is leaving. Though. So right. So I don't know. I, either I, way, I, I'm right. just throwing him in there. But if it's LA, he goes there with the star, young stars that they got, and they bring. Is over he going to want to deal with Lonzo Ball? And, and that's the, whole, the other that question. In LA. The only reason LA though too is they got Magic, but he also, like you said about his entertainment aspirations after it, yeah. LA right. is the hub of that. He could make Cleveland if he wanted to. The, the yeah, he the can get wherever he goes, especially now. But you know, no, I know what you're saying. LA, LA would be. He's Houston. got a helm in LA. Let's he not do, forget that too. If he goes to Houston, though, I'm buying everyone a, a Rockets T-shirt because we're going to be on the bandwagon. We're going to be. But I'm there. That's what makes you know, and the thing about LeBron is I think he's going to go too. I don't know where he's going to go, but I think it, it's one time, of those places. I think the right? time is one of those. But couple. it's always it's always about LeBron. It's like yeah, he's great, but 
But that's not his fault. No, I'm saying, but why can't we just appreciate Thank the you. talent that this guy has? Yeah, because we, we don't appreciate greatness anymore in any in anything. Right. Right. We just too, don't. Though. Well, we, watch, we like to watch players get good and become great, and then we say they're great until they're the greatest, and then we want to dethrone I mean, them. He's been doing this. Exactly. He well, that's a great point. It is a great point. Because the Two Warriors, remember the Warriors were the cool upstart team? Now right. everybody hates the Warriors. Right. He made, this guy has been on the cover of Sports Illustrated like since he's, he came out of high school and went into yeah. the pros. I mean, so think about that. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated in high school, goes right to the NBA, and has been great since day one. Everybody thought Jordan would be great, but they didn't know how great Jordan was going to be. When he played for North Carolina, the, the, the old knock was the only guy that could ever stop Michael Jordan was Dean Smith because Dean Smith played this slow. He was a great coach, Dean Smith. Don't get me wrong, but he—you didn't see the talent that Jordan, like the heights that he he went to. LeBron, you saw it at 17, 18 years old. That this kid is going to be different. He's a man playing against kids in high school. He could have scored 200 points in the yeah. if he wanted to. I remember him from when you said the Sports Illustrated, and there was like that, he's in high school, like the yeah. what-to-watch player. Right. Yeah. And he's just, he's been around since then and relevant and since he's then. Been, exactly. He's but been relevant. I think it's definitely so a good like, thing you said. It's definitely good to keep in mind that he came into the league and didn't need a year to develop. He, didn't no. need, he was instantly made, and he didn't have an off year. He's been, especially these past 10 years, could be the MVP every year. He every never year. had a drop really? off season. You think year. about it. He could be the MVP every year. Like Harden's going to get it this year. Steph Curry got it. The only unanimous one, too, right? Was Curry, right? I think so. Right now, seriously, the year LeBron took the Cavs to the finals with nobody on their team, I don't think it was MVP that There's year. There's four of us here. LeBron could take us four to the finals. Exactly. Us, that's no, so. and he, yeah, that's how no good he. That's how talented the guy. Or you know what? He's going to at least get you the playoffs. Oh my god! Because he just has that will that we talk about and love of the game and whatever you want to say. I know it's overused, but you can't play it like he plays it. Even more so than love, the guy has a basketball IQ. Oh yeah, absolutely. The way he. I was just being more fun. No, I know what you're saying, but but the thing is, he had and we talk about Brady's chip, Mm -hmm. and we talk about you know this guy's got the chip and then what. Here's a guy who has had the, had the chip with Michael Jordan on his shoulder mm-hmm. forever. Yep. Or not being an MVP as much as he. Oh, well, he won it one, or whatever. But you know what? That It's total greatness with LeBron. And it, it's, it, it just boggles my mind that there's a guy this great. Yep. And I'm not saying, I don't mean underrated in any sense like that. No, I But there's got to be that, like, hello, he's still. Oh, we can't give it to LeBron because LeBron's great every year. We got to give it to Harden or Westbrook. Yeah, so he's or punished whatever. for being consistently good because they want to give it to a new exactly. player. Exactly, consistently good. He's punished for being consistently exceptional. Yeah, like, right. Because consi- consi- yeah, they want to. Uh, all right, it's like always the, like you were. That was a good point. Saying it's like okay, LeBron's great, but these players like they wanted to give it to okay Harden. Yeah, we got to uh, or, or, or Curry or Westbrook because it's like oh, we know LeBron's great. It's like that's a given. Who right. else did it? It's like that's. Yeah. That is working against his favorite being great, which it's it's annoying to watch. Yeah. So we're going to end this, but I just want to ask one thing: Is there any other person in sport or entertainment that gets as much like he's good, but or she's good, but than LeBron? Is there anybody like an actor or or you know another athlete that gets that kind of flack that LeBron gets, or is it or do we think it's just LeBron? Is there an actor or is there an actress? Is there someone would, else that? 
he or she is good, but not as good as this person. That, that he, they held him up know, to a standard. That, that right. That you know, like all of a sudden. I mean, maybe unfair comparison. Maybe I or think they went good to bad, like you said. The if WWE. You just want to talk about it from the rings perspective, because the, the the only argument that Jordan is better than LeBron to me is rings. Right. LeBron is probably about equal footing a scorer as Jordan was. He's a better passer, better defender, better rebounder, better all that stuff than Jordan. Yeah. I mean, it's not even close. So if you want to look at it from that perspective. The, the current debate of who's the best quarterback, a lot of people right. go Brady, and I think it's only because, and that's not, I'm not saying Brady's not a great quarterback, right. but I've always said that I thought Rodgers was a better passer, better mobile, better everything than Tom Brady. Right. Tom Brady's just won the rings, and he gets it. Right. So maybe, but because they, they hold Rodgers up to a standard he can't. No, it's good. I'm just, I'm just trying to think, because it's, it's more like, does anybody else go through this? Or no. has gone through no. this with... No, you know, I'm, I'm not even talking to sports now. I'm talking about entertainment. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm it's amazing to me that someone... he's great, but he didn't win seven Academy Awards. Or she's great because she didn't win the. You know, I, I don't know of anybody that faces this. Like you can't just appreciate greatness, right? And say, yeah. "Holy Christmas!" There's been tons of great actors and actresses and players, but we're seeing one right now, and we've seen it since he's a, a teenager. I know. And there's still this, oh, well, you know, yeah, he didn't win. It's a shame. The, there's been you know what I mean? He didn't win, but I, he's won three titles. But that's right. not good enough. Like, I can only... Rescue really didn't get no, it. Yeah, or, like, know. somebody doesn't... Like, Crosby doesn't get, like... He's no... Yeah, Gretzky, he's no, never right. ever compared to Gretzky. You know, Gretzky I mean, doesn't get all... Well, he, he's great, but, but he's not Gretzky. There's, yeah, a, there's, nothing, you know, like, there's always, like, an appreciate... And there's never, like, a, a chip on his shoulder. Not even, like, a chip, but it's, like... They're always, oh, you know what they compare? They say, oh, generationally, like, oh, he's right. the best one of this generation. Maybe they separate. But, no, they're always like, yeah, he's great. And Gretzky comes out and says, oh, he's the best player. Now, See, he's never I was just going to say that. Gretzky George is, never come out and said what Gretzky said about Crosby or other players. Gretzky, Gretzky's, yeah. George never come out and said, hey, you know what? Why can't you just enjoy what LeBron's doing? Where Gretzky said, Crosby's almost better than me playing now. Right. Where your George never like yeah I, I do kind of cut the kinda, slack a yeah. little bit and like because yeah. he wants to be there where Gretzky was like the great one I'm the great one but he's always said you know what look at Crosby Gretzky has done. more assists than the next person has points in the NHL like in all time but Gretzky comes out year after year to talk about players like McDavid McKinnon Sidney Crosby and he says by his own admissions. Do you see the goalies now? Do you see the fence now? He's like, if I came into the league at like 18 this year, he said, I would suck. He's like, and who is the best player of the sport? Everybody knows. And says, oh, if I played now, it'd be terrible. Who is like that? I'm not trying to say like, oh, Gretzky. Well, Jordan is is Canadian. Jordan Jordan was known for his, and maybe this is why he was such a great player. Arrogance. He's arrogant. Yeah. So, and that's not, I'm not knocking Jordan. No, you got to have By the way, when I say Jordan is not as good as LeBron, I'm not knocking Jordan. Right. I just think LeBron's better than A lot than of him. people, you know what? You know, a lot of people are afraid to say that because you've got to say that Jordan's great. Jordan's tra- unbelievable. Everybody that, knows I can, him. I can say great. that. Like, I can say Brady's unbelievable. I just think Rodgers is better. Right. I, I, you know, it's not a knock on these guys. You'd like to live on the difference of either one. Right. If, if I'm doing a draft and I finish second and, and somebody's taking... You know, I'm doing an NFL draft, and I get the second pick in the draft because Jordan's going, and I get LeBron James. I'm not going to be crying in my beer that I got. Right. You know what I mean? Oh my God, what? It, how could this be? Yeah, I'd be just as happy. Would yeah. I like them both? Absolutely. But if I lost Jordan to LeBron, or I lost LeBron to Jordan, I'm still getting a player that's going to be it's, one of the top 
to go to your, five of all time. Yeah, to go to your point before the question you made before, I cannot think of anyone that is compared and is is, is just looks kind of down upon for their own greatness as much as LeBron James. Right. I, I, I just want to throw it there's out. There's no one in sports. There's no one in, in movies because there's always like it's it's their time for right. right. It's, right. it's their time for this. With this, it's like LeBron has consistently had his time, and he's almost been shamed for that. Yeah, like, how dare you? It's a lot of resentment throughout, like I don't even like the league for players, or whatever. But it's like, like especially fans. But it's just they, he's great, but they just don't like. That he's great, but they don't want to give him any. Like you're saying, I just wish that people. Okay, maybe LeBron's on your team. Maybe LeBron beat your team in the playoffs. You could be whatever. But you got to just at least take a step back. And what he's doing for basketball, it's just he's amazing. Like you yeah, can't yeah. just hate him. How about though? Historically, Roger Maris to Babe Ruth, with like that breaking the, the like breaking the record, record, like like was was it then looked at as that like for every success of it's Roger Maris little, had, it was like how dare it's he? It's a little different because even the commissioner was trying to talk it down and everything, but it had it wasn't over time. Like mm-hmm. he's better than Babe Ruth. It was just for that one season because he could have broken. You know, he broke the home run record, but right. it wasn't like. He was doing it every year and, and being talked like that. He okay. was under a lot of pressure for the one year, but LeBron's been facing it since he came into the league. Right. So, I do think that I, I'm sorry, I want no, to go ahead, but I think just to like finish it up, well, that it, is, sure. it is just that's the funny thing to me is that the only kind of comparison we can half make is somebody one season breaking like you know uh, Babe Ruth's like home run record and that's like the only sample that we have as comparison of somebody hating on somebody who's so great like LeBron is an anomaly that he is the best every year people hate him just for being the best just being the great and it's that it's fine that we cannot find a single it's kind of like the four of us around a table nobody's going to appreciate this yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, with this is, until, <laughs> until we stop doing it. You know I would love I mean? to so, send this to LeBron James whenever he needs that's a warm right. fuzzy. And anytime okay. he wants to call in, he can get in touch with that's any right. of you guys. LeBron is always a friend of the show. Always a big friend of the show, and one day he's going to yeah. call in. So that's Past This Pride Podcast. I want to thank Steve, Mike, Zach. You guys have done it again. Thanks for making this uh, a reality, and we'll uh, do it again time. very soon. I think we were the draft. Woo. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank Peace. You. Good job. I think we did good.